0: i <laughs>
2: On this 150th episode of the Career Musician Podcast, we have a most special guest, singer, songwriter, Broadway star, actor, and author, best known perhaps for his portrayal of Aaron Burr in the musical Hamilton, Mr. Leslie Odom Jr. With a Tony Award and Grammy Award for his work in Hamilton, Odom has also earned an Academy Award, a BAFTA Award, a Screen Actors Guild Award, a Critics' Choice Movie Award, and Golden Globe Award nominations for Best Supporting Actor actor for his amazing depiction of the legendary Sam Cooke in the film One Night in Miami. He was also nominated for an Oscar and Golden Globe for writing the film's original song Speak Now, for which he won Best Song at the 2021 Critics' Choice Awards. You can catch Leslie now in his role as Harold McBrayer in the Sopranos prequel film The Many Saints of Newark. Back in 2018, Leslie added the title of author to his resume with his incredibly inspiring book Failing Up, How to Take Risks aim higher and never stop learning i've had the pleasure of working with leslie as a guitarist and producer and i am extremely grateful to have him as a guest on the career musician podcast with none other than the man himself mr leslie odom jr loj leslie odom jr welcome to the career musician baby (laughs) thanks
0: for having me mike appreciate
2: you Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you doing this. All right. So look, I'm not I'm not about wasting your time. We're gonna get right to it. I'm from okay. New York. I know you've been in plenty of time in New York. We're all about maximizing things here. Okay, so there's lots of information online about you, right? People can find all the usual shit. We don't we don't have to go through all that. What I what yeah. I wanna know though, the basics of it is this.
0: Okay.
2: What came first, music or acting, or did it all kind of just, you know compile upon itself
0: music came first I was um I was singing before I was doing anything else I was singing in church I was singing at home music was such a um a big part of my life at home my parents loved music my dad especially so music came first but then later I really think that um this has helped me make sense of my life and and how uh, uh, my disparate interests is that really like I think that a great little banner for me or a great little label for me is like a storyteller mm. because the truth is yeah the truth is me, I love music but I love acting and I love you know I used to love formal dance and all that stuff but now I love dancing socially and and stuff and i and and i love speaking and i love anyway all that stuff all that stuff falls under i love writing all that stuff falls under you know storytelling just being a lover of of a great story
2: right right a rock and tour uh, of sorts but so much more because you're basically like a renaissance man bro you're a modern day renaissance man so you think so
0: Wow, <laughs> I mean, but aren't we all though? Don't you feel like you are too? Don't you feel like you look at all those instruments behind you? I yeah. mean, don't you feel like on some level you are too?
2: Yeah, no, and and and, and absolutely, you're right. You're right, and hence the whole yeah. moniker nomad. You know, because as creative beings, we're all nomadic. We're all Renaissance. You know, kind of uh, uh, yeah. minded. You know, so yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: there's, It's very, very. I don't know if ever in my life if I've met. Uh, a person who was who I felt was gifted or talented, and found out that they were super myopic or super limited. Usually, right. they're they have other interests. Um, they're really knowledgeable about uh, a few other things or many other things. You know that right. uh, that helps bring the richness to their work.
2: I couldn't agree more. Now, that being said, unfortunately, a lot of times in the entertainment industry, we get pigeonholed into these little categories, right? What I really admire about you is... That's not the case. You've been able to branch out, like you said, with your singing career. You have, what, four albums to your credit now? Uh, yeah, with right. your acting career, with your musicals career, right? And as yeah. an author, you've been able to break through that, that ceiling of saying, no, 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 no. I can do all of these things. Yeah, very lucky.
0: There was some design in it, just in that I knew... Um, You know, I I kind of figured like eventually acting opportunities would come from the Hamilton thing, that the Hamilton thing had put me on the radar of some people as an actor. So there might be some directors or some writers that might that might come my way or auditions, just straight up auditions that I would get as a result of being in the show. So I knew that that kind of would take care of itself. So I put my energy toward records. I put my energy toward the music because I knew that that wouldn't happen by itself. So that was the only, if there was a little bit of design in it, you know, or, or, you know, if there's any part that I, that I greased, you know, was that when I came off the stage at Hamilton, I, I wanted to be at a label. I wanted to be, to have some support making these records, making music.
2: Okay. Okay now you you said 15 years to get to something like hamilton right you know so it it takes sometimes it takes a while for us as these creative beings to find that one thing that's going to quote unquote put us on or at least get the wheels turning right yeah talk about that
0: yeah (laughs) good (laughs) luck (laughs) What I can say? No, no, you're all right. Like you're right. If you're if you're right, if you're doing something, that's why you gotta love it. Because if you're doing something, that's what sustains you. Uh, It's not, it's not hustle for the for hustle's sake or grinding for grinding's sake. Man, you'll grind yourself right on down. You will hustle yourself right on out. Uh, What sustains you is passion and love for something. Is a genuine relationship with. With uh, with your instrument or with your craft or with uh, a little community, God willing that you can find a community of artists, that's what sustains you. your friendships. and um, you know, the little bit that you that you get back from the art and from the from the inspiration and stuff that you that you can get back from the music and from the people that are surrounding you. So yeah, it was, it love got me through those fifteen years, man.
2: Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Now, while while you're performing Hamilton, you know, week in, week out, right? You're doing all these yeah. shows. As we know, Broadway, it's intense. You said yeah. that you wanted to be in the studio working on your albums. What was the, the the impetus there? Like, what was the catalyst that said, oh, you know what? Now I have this available to me? Or were yeah. you always doing that prior? You know, t- talk a little bit about how you maneuvered those two things. <sighs>
0: I met this is a true story. So I so I was when I came out to L.A., I was really only I was only acting. I was trying to get on somebody's TV show. Right. And um, uh, I I came into a real hard patch when I was about to turn 30 real rough patch. And I was going to quit. And I met with a mentor of mine. who heard me out. He listened to me and he said, uh, his name is Stuart K. Robinson. And he said, sure. Listen, you can quit. There are things you can do and we can talk about what you might do if you quit, but I'd love to see you try first. Yeah. Uh I'd love to see you try before you quit. Uh And I had already been Mike. I'd already been, Trying What I thought was trying For over a decade By that point So I'm like You know What is this guy Talking about And he said I think that you're Sitting at home And you're waiting For the phone to ring And so when the phone rings you, you, you show up, you put on a nice outfit, you're an affable guy, you can make some things happen for yourself. The phone didn't ring today. So what did you do for yourself mm. in the absence of a ringing phone? Did you call anybody? Did you read anything? Did you write anything? Did you, he said to me, this, and this is to answer your question, he said, you're a singer. He said, you're not singing at all. Do you know how many coffee shops would love to have you play the lunch hour and it changed my life. So my my whole singing career now is based off of the fact that that man told me I could play coffee shops <laughs> and sing the lunch hour. Because I was like, all he was saying was that there are all of these, before you quit, before you leave this thing behind, there are all these ways that you can they are humble ways, but there are ways that you could still make a life for yourself, make a living as an artist. Mm. And it changed my life. So now I play all these fancy houses, these fancy roadhouses and beautiful performing arts centers around the country. I said this weekend, I said, this started as a dream to
2: play coffee shops. Wow. That's incredible. That's in- I mean, th- those words just do. It's like he gave you permission, you know? That's right. Just go do I give you permission to go do this. That's right
0: in, in whatever way yes. you can yes and and for and for somebody who he knew me think you know he looked in my eyes he looked in my heart and he saw that I was a, that I was a lifer that I wasn't <laughs> that I wasn't really I wasn't sitting at that over that lunch asking him how to become famous. Or how do I, you know, I'm trying to get, how do I get some chicks? How do I get, you know, how do I get a better car? I really, I really just wanted to make my living as an artist. You know, I wanted to be able to pay my rent doing this thing that I love. And like you said, he gave me the
2: We'll bring him back. Sorry, no, that's all right. I figured so. You probably got a call or something.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah, and then like I yeah I he he saw that I wasn't I wasn't uh, looking. I wasn't at that meeting saying like, can I be more famous? So show me how to get the girl, show me how to get a better car. I really was looking, I was <laughs> um, on some level, my heart was crying out, like help me figure out how to make this my life, to, to make a living as an artist, to be able to pay my rent and feed myself as an artist. And he pointed me toward the humblest road and it has led to just the most beautiful, glorious life. I'm so grateful.
2: I love that. A lot to unpack there, but really what I'm getting from it is after your mentor gave you this permission, you took initiative. And you did exactly what he said. You just started doing, right?
0: I did. I did. And um and it and yeah, it was like with every humble step I took and I and listen, I'm not patting myself on the back calling myself humble. And what I'm saying is that those first the first steps are like you know, they don't, they don't look like much, but they're, but they're something I got into, I got into a class and I, and I, there was a, there was a music manager that had been hunting me down for a while who, you know, he didn't have any big clients or anything like that, but I liked the work. you know, Joseph, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah, of I'm course. Like, yeah. 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 I, it's it was Joe, you know? That was Joe. Wow. Yeah, I, I got, I hooked up with Joe and we started, you know, we just, we started my first album was a Kickstarter record. You know, we went, we yeah. raised the money on Kickstarter and that was really scary. And I'm like, who, who am I to ask for money in this way? Like this is, you know, this is so, you know, they're better singers than I am. Who am I to ask people for money to make a record anyway? Also, oh, but all that stuff, man, it was that, that permission that I got from Stewart changed my life.
2: I love that man. So so the permission, the just doing, the taking initiative and then comes and this is so common and the reason why I like to delineate all this is because I know all the, the creative beings out there can relate. And then comes the self-doubt, right? The the imposter syndrome. Oh, who am I to, you know, I can't do this. Man, how did you struggle through that? How did you get through that moment?
0: Um How do I get through those moments? Um, Because they're still there. Right. Right. I remember. Well, I'll speak. I'll speak about the Kickstarter record anyway. To you know, in case there's anybody sort of at that at a at that place. You know, I with Kickstarter. You kind of, I envision. I'll speak for myself. I've learned to speak for myself. I kind of envisioned that I was gonna like go out to a bunch of strangers and ask them for money. You know, like I was gonna be begging a bunch of strangers. And the truth is, when I looked at my donor list, um, it was, it was my middle school teachers and my parents' friends and my cousins and my college buddies and like, and people that I'd known in LA who were willing to give me 15 bucks or 25 bucks or uh-huh. 50 bucks. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I realized that it was my community. You know, it, there were very few strangers, a couple, right. but it was mostly people that, that had known me since I was a kid and knew that I liked to sing and Mm -hmm. and took a chance on me so I like to say you know my community really gave me my first record deal because that was the record that I took into the label and was like this is the kind of music I want to make so it really did make a difference um but um yeah man the the self-doubt the only way you get over self-doubt is is a little bit of courage man a little bit of courage Mm -hmm. and and it's it's a beautiful thing because um all of that is theory. We like to think of ourselves as brave people, as courageous people or as daring people, all those things, um, but you don't, you don't know if those things are true until you test them mm. until you get to prove it to yourself. And so anybody that's feeling a little bit of self-doubt or a little bit nervous about it you know it, this is a chance uh, to prove something to yourself about yourself. You know uh, you and I now, you know all these years in, a few decades in, you know, we have evidence of who we are under stress or under uh, in success, you know, because sometimes success can make people, you know, it's like it make people monsters, you know. So you, you, you need, you need the, the evidence to prove who, who you are. So a, a little bit of
2: courage, that's all. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's talk about being proactive. So all right. this all happened, and serendipitously, uh, I, I look at Twitter one day. Now, I, admittedly, I, I was never a big Twitter user, right? And and I just see this message pop up. It's a DM, and it's like somebody Yo. begging
0: you, <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, "Yo, it's Leslie Odom." Uh, you know, obviously, clearly, it says who it was. Uh, I'm looking for somebody to work on guitar. I need, you know, I need this vibe. You're the perfect person. I mean. Perfect. Wow, I mean, so let's talk about that because you yes. you you sought it out. You said this is the sound I, I want. You know, man. Yeah, bro.
0: No, what do I have to lose? What do I have to lose? I've been, I've been. Uh, you speaking of Joe? I There was a sound that I was looking for that that you know I I don't play. Really. I'm not a I'm not a musician in the way that you are, and um, so I was describing a sound to Joe, and he kept bringing me players, talented players that were not delivering the sound and you know me and joe have had many many fights oh god about many things over the years and that was like one of our first ones he was like i think that there's something that you want that doesn't exist and i'm like oh motherfucker don't tell me don't tell me that something doesn't exist because you can't find it and so i found you in like 15 minutes i went on youtube and i just started i don't know what i put in but oh i know i i thought of i was like you know what Babyface is kind of, you know, like that's a, he's a smooth vocalist who sometimes, I, I as I, there's sometimes acoustic in his sound, like that's over right. the years, I know, like in his radio stuff. So mm-hmm. who's playing for Babyface? Is it, I bet he's playing for himself, but if he's not, right. whoever the guy is that's playing for Babyface, you know, might lead me to the guy that could play for me. <laughs> and then I saw you, it was like, so so yeah so yeah the thing about you is like (laughs) the thing about you is like um listen i doubt that i can get the guy i might not get the guy but the guy may know a guy or a girl you know he may he may be Mm -hmm. he'll probably tell me look i don't you know i only (laughs) work with big stars but who i here's my apprentice here's here's a girl that i train or whatever you know so yeah i had to hit you up man i had to hit you up
2: Well, and I bring that up because, first of all, thank you. I, I am, I'm, I'm you know, uh, so gracious, uh, so, so grateful. Um, but first of all, no, you, you were a big star. You are a big star. And the fact that you were hitting me up, I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. So, uh, but I bring this up because I want people to know, listen, if you, if you feel it, if there's, if there's something in your spirit that says, man, I should just reach out and just see what happens, the worst that can happen is they don't respond or they say no. That's
0: it. But- I was so happy that you responded. Like not only did you respond though, you responded and you welcomed us into your space and you and you did it. You did it immediately and we've had several collaborations since which I'm I'm yes. I'm so I'm always so grateful. So we've gotten to like build uh and sort of and, and develop together and like you know uh, increased our like, artistic relationship and it's just it's such a pleasure to know you and 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 to work with you
2: absolutely but yeah
0: if you if there's somebody if there's something that you feel reach out reach out they they can say no but
2: yep gotta reach out amen to that and and ditto all those sentiments right back at you bro I'm so I'm so stoked to have known you and, t- and like you said to continue this journey together all right speaking of which so then another day I flip on my you know my Amazon prime and I'm like one night in Miami I'm like oh shoot it's Leslie check it out so I watched the movie at like 330 a.m. one night I, I, I literally I just musicians so,
0: hours you know how it
2: is man you know you know so I'm like now nah, I'm gonna watch this movie and I I was like this the whole time i was just like glued to it you know freaking amazing i mean the awards that you've won between hamilton and miami just in general are just you know it's pretty rare that that happens um huge success has been you know uh, your companion now like we said like i said in several things let's talk about that because you even echoed it earlier you said success can you know bring somebody to be super grateful or it can bring out the not so good part of them. Let's talk about that a little bit and, and just, you know, the ride that it's been in that regard.
0: Well, you know, uh, it, this is not the same for everyone, but, uh, it has been a spiritual journey for me too. You know, I, um, I am my best when I partner with the divine, when I am, when I am a, a vessel for um, a, a divine inspiration, and and so and so anyway, you know, it is like it is. This thing is linked to uh, to worship for me and to um, to my spirit forever and always. You know, I wouldn't have it any other way. So anyway, there so there's there's a there are rules in that for me or there are there are guidelines you know for when when I think when you look at it in those waves you know um I I, this is a I'll say this this is I I, I'm a guy that likes sacred space in my life I protect sacred space Mm. and my my craft is sacred space for me and so that is a space that is is reserved for the best of me, truly. Like, I am my, I am my least selfish. I am my most generous. I am my kindest. I am my happiest You know, I don't want to say happiest because I try to reserve that for my family.
2: Right.
0: right. But, but I, I'm, you know, I, I am. Um. There have been points where I've been my most joyous in this thing. So anyway, that 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 means that you know I can't I can't pollute that with nonsense. I can't I can't fly in the face of the divine or spit in the in the eye of the divine by being um, petty or egotistical or um, unkind, you know, in this space. This is where, you know, I am there. I'm a protector of the space. I'm there to make sure that 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 if there's anybody in this space, if a crew member feels disrespected, Ooh, if uh, yes. if uh, you know, if there's anybody around me in this space that feels like they are not given the same permission that I've been given to be my authentic self and all that I can be in the space, then I then I am charged to. Nip that in the bud to address that.
2: That's right. To
0: right? So anyway, that's what it's about for me. It is connected to, it is connected to my spirit and the best of who I am.
2: That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing, a beautiful way to view it, because it does create that sacred space. That being said, when you initially get those first phone calls, whether it's Hamilton or Miami or whatever it is, murder on the you know, murder on the Orient Express or Harry, whatever it is do you get that? Oh, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. You know, how do you settle into that? Like, for instance, when they said, hey, we want you to play the role of Sam Cook."
0: <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Well, I, you know, I, I just always think like I, you have the wrong guy, like, you know, I usually think <laughs> you've got the wrong guy, but, um, every now and again, there's something that I really go for that. I really, you know, try, try to, get and try to you know and a lot of times those are the, I don't get those parts you know most of the time I do not get those parts and sometimes my number is called like sometimes somebody's somebody hits me up and they're like we think you'd be perfect for this and I'm looking I'm like me mm-hmm. I don't know you know but uh I yeah I, I met with Regina and, and her heart was so pure and she, I just thought she was she asked me in such a I mean, how do you? When Regina I mean, King asks you yeah. to do it, you, you shoot. Oh, <laughs> if she believes in me, I gotta find a way to believe in myself. And so uh-huh. that's what that's what I did.
2: That's a great point. I was gonna say, and Regina King. I mean, her. You know, boy, the level that she stepped up to is just incredible. Uh, yeah. So to be associated with that is, you know, at that right there. The two of you alone is a dynamic duo. Not even mentioning the rest of the cast. So
0: yeah, it was it was a, it was an amazing experience. I was uh, really, as you can imagine, you know, getting that close to Sam, uh, spending that much time walking around in his shoes and and trying to talk just like him, sound just like him. Right. There was uh where there were things that I, you know, I left that set a better artist, a better singer. Uh, those things will be with me for as long as I'm here, man.
2: Right. And we must mention the fact of the, you know, the architecture of the the social aspect of where America was back then when when it was depicted and where America is now. I mean, that timing actually couldn't have been better. It's like Regina said, okay, you know what? Now's the time. We got to make this happen. We got to bring to light all of the injustices that are going on and that have happened. Speak on that. That must have been, you know, pretty. Uh, how do you say surreal? Even. Yeah, that. Well, that's
0: like that's just that thing I think that happens um, when you're walking and in in, in in your purpose on purpose. You know, you. I know you've had that experience too. Every now and again, as an artist, um, if you are like paying attention and you know divinely led in those moments, you know, cause there's, 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 I don't know, there's, there's magic to this thing. There's this spiritual mm-hmm. stuff to this thing. Every now and again, you're part of something where you create something that by the time it comes out, it is right on time. Somehow, somehow it is like right at the heart of a conversation. Um, mm-hmm. that's not something you can plan really. You know, I think that you just have to, um, Stay on your path and like
2: um keep listening well- well said, well said, okay, so all of these things combined yeah. create. The, uh, the spoils, if, if it were, right? All the awards, yeah. the, the Tony Award and the Grammy for Hamilton. And then that was just the beginning because then we're looking at, yeah. you know, the BAFTAs, the Screen Actors Guild Award, the Critics' Choice, the Golden Globe, and so on. Yeah. I like to ask all of my guests this, and it varies obviously from individual to individual. How do you define success? Because looking from the outside, one could say, well, Leslie, clearly you're successful. But it means something different for everybody. And so many of us can be successful and are successful even if we haven't achieved the same status as the other person, correct? You know what I mean? It's Yes. So, yeah.
0: For me, it's twofold, really. Um, to me, success looks a whole lot like freedom. Mm. It's a whole lot like freedom, man. It looks a whole lot like... Um, doing what you want to do, what you feel like you're supposed to do. Sometimes that is, um, taking, uh, some time off to be with your family if they feel like they need you, or sometimes it is, um, taking this job that doesn't pay a whole lot, but you believe in it. Or mm-hmm. uh, sometimes is, you know, I'm, t- I'm taking this job because I feel like it. And, like that sounds like fun. Uh, working on your own independence it looks a whole lot like freedom to me mm-hmm. is what success looks like when you're free and then right behind that a mentor of mine told me you know the first responsibility of freedom is making sure somebody else is free so success looks like not only are you free but the people that that run with you that ride with you the people that are around you should know that freedom too. They should have a, they should have the same sense of freedom that you have. Your family should know that same freedom. So it is um, you know, it's a big responsibility. I think success is a big responsibility if you think of it like freedom, because right after mm-hmm. right after that feeling of freedom, it's like, well who can I free?
2: Very interesting. I, I love that perspective. Now early on you mentioned grind for the sake of hustle and yeah. and later on you talk about being divinely led. and you know what a, what a juxtaposition, right? the dichotomy of the two because grinding for the sake of grinding, like you said,'ll wear you out. But being divinely led in your path is so much more enlightening, right? Yes, yes. And it sounds like that's the perfect equation because the way we frame that equals the freedom, the success freedom, right? So It's
0: about, it's about balance. You know, my whole life is a struggle for balance. Mm. Like, you know, the, being the faith without works is dead, right? As The Bible says that. I mean, you know, you, you need to grind, you need to hustle, and every now and again, you need to be still and be quiet. Like there comes a point where you've pushed as hard as you could put. Look, you're nodding because you know you've gotten to those points. We all have. We all have where it's like, there is nothing else I can. You throw up your hands and you're like, take it from here. I, I I'm done. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Right? But, but you certainly, you, you don't start there. No. You know, you got to start using your hands. You got to start, you right. know? So it's, so to me, it's, it's a balance. It's really, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a back and forth there is um especially when it's when it's about a, a relationship with uh with a craft with the you know with inspiration like it you can't muscle it you know there's there's discipline there's discipline of like yeah every day I get up and I write every day when I first get up I you know I work for three hours right and then you know there's times where it's, you know it's not it's not coming you have to figure out a way to welcome it in or to, you know, how do I open myself up more for it? So it's to me, it's about balance.
2: I'm so glad you mentioned the discipline and the daily uh, habit, work habits and workflow. Something I, I love to ask guests is, you know, what your daily routine is like your schedule. And again, that concept of laboring over it so much, but knowing when to stop laboring. So that being said, Especially now, you're juggling juggling so many different projects, so many different types of projects. What does a day in the life of of Leslie Odom Jr. look like?
0: Oh my God, it's a mess, bro. <laughs> as, as he like.
2: as he rubs his brow. And
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> as a, we have, we have a very little baby, you know, we have we yes. a toddler and a very little baby. So congratulations, so yes, by the way. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, so that's all. That's all fucked up. But um, <laughs> it. Um, I, I believe in seasons too, you know. So I, I sort of, you know, my my thing before a show, for instance, like I did five hundred shows at Hamilton. I've done a thousand shows since Hamilton, you know, just my little concerts and things that I do all around. And I don't do the same warm up every time
2: mm.
0: because I don't need the same warm up every time you know there's there's times when I you know I might do the same warm up three days in a row, and then the next day, let me take it easy. I think I'm all right right now what i what I need is actually what I need is to go like kick it with the band a little bit like let me go like joke joke it up with the guys and like let's get connected or you know, um, I might, you know what, I haven't I haven't spoken to Nicolette in, in too long. Let me, like, I don't get to warm up before the show. Let me just connect with my family before this show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, there are seasons. Um, I think that, you know, part of listening, you know, listening to yourself, listening to the the wind. Bob Dylan said, the answer is my friend of blowing the wind. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Bob knew. So yeah, like, you know, like you're listening, you're listening to what, what, what do I need right now? Is this a season where I need to be getting up every day at 7am? Sometimes it is, Mm -hmm. this is the season where I need to be up at five. I got to be up at 5am until further notice. I'm up at five, I'm writing, I'm working out, I'm eating right. And then, you know, you don't, I don't think that you like that. That's a mandate for the rest of your life that that was there was a season for that you would that that was supposed to bring something out of you and then you know then there's cuffing season when it's like ah we sleep in right now we make breakfast right now like for this this feels good right now we we get up when we feel like it we make breakfast we talk a little we listen to some music we go to see a movie you know it's like you know you should you got to know what the season is in your life
2: that's right just like a good athlete they go through seasons right
0: right that's right
2: yeah Okay, so look, you've dropped a lot of wisdom so far, man, and I'm building up to this because this is such a big deal. Again, with all the accolades you have, I think this is perhaps one of the most meaningful as it pertains to freeing those around you, like you mentioned, you know, failing up how to take risks, aim higher, and never stop learning. Now, look, this is three years ago. It was published, 2018. But, you know, this, wow. Because everything you're saying right now, I'm sure, is, is an accumulation of all the stuff that oh, you have yeah. learned in life and you put it in the book. That being said, words of wisdom. If you had to sum it up, you know, to the struggling career musician out there, to the struggling career actor, to the struggling career writer and so forth, Yeah. What would that be?
0: Man, just love it.
2: (laughs) And
0: I mean, and I mean love is a verb. Love is a verb. And what does love mean? Like, how do you love something? Yeah. You you tend to it, you um you find that light that exists in other people, and you encourage it in other people in hopes that that encouragement will find its way back to you. That support will find its way back to you. You read about it, you you write about it, you you spend your time with it. I think if you love something hard enough, eventually it'll love you back. Not always in the way that you expect it to, but in the way you need it to. I think it's as simple as that. Man, I, I have, I'm just, I'm no perfect man, but, i've I've loved this thing in about as perfect a way as a man can you know i mean i i I wanted to be around it and inside of it like be for the joy of being around it you know it just it's it's just been a lovely way to pass the days. And so I think that there are humble and beautiful rewards for that. My life has borne that out. So that's what I would say, man. I don't mean to sound like a Pollyanna, but there's lots of, people can teach you how to grind and hustle and, and, and all, and, and play better and practice more. And all, all that stuff goes with it, goes with uh, is a given, especially when you love something. When you love something, it's, it's the love of my children that gets me out of that bed <laughs> when I, when I'm tired and and keeps me devoted to them and makes me do things for them that I would not otherwise want to do. It's it's love,
2: right? right. No, you're absolutely right because you can go online and learn all those other aspects that you talked yeah. about. You know how to study, how to get better, how to improve. But this coming from the source, this is something that you know can't be just bottled up and. You know, tweet it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you tell people? Have you? I know you've. What do you tell people? What's the simple advice that you've given?
2: Well, it's the same thing. It's 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 the passion, you know, and passion oh, wow. and love and in, in, in my, you know, in my belief they're synonymous. You know, yes, you have to have that deep passion because look, if you're trying to make a quick buck, then. It ain't going to happen here, buddy. <laughs> you, know? you, can
0: make it, you can make a quick buck much quicker doing something else.
2: Right, right. Now, there are anomalies. There are those examples where, holy cow, I I didn't see that coming. You know, but okay. But that's the exception, not the rule. So, yeah. yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you, my brother. All right. You ready for some rapid fire, and then I'll let you get back rapid. to your family? Let's go. Here we go. Favorite food? Uh, soul food. Song or band that changed your life? The cranberries. Hidden talents. Hidden. I don't have much as hidden. What's hidden?
0: A cooking. I'm a good cook.
2: I just say, because you're using all of your other talents. I uh, know. I'm, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I'm a good cook. Top three artists in your playlist?
0: Oh, in my playlist um, Emily King, uh, Jay Z, and top three. Uh, other. oh then probably probably Miles
2: nice drink of choice when you find yourself relaxing oh Patron
0: neat favorite city mmm mm, oh shoot Rapid this is Rapid I'm thinking of all like uh, I, New York, New York.
2: Ah, I was hoping you'd say that <laughs> 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 favorite decade of music
0: Oh, uh then the favorite decade of music. Oof. Yeah,
2: that's a tough one, I know. That
0: is a tough one. My my favorite decade of music might be you know, probably toss up between the 80s and the 90s.
2: Name three tour essentials. Can't leave home mm. without them. You going on the road, got to have them.
0: Um I got to have um I gotta have good luggage. I gotta have um I gotta have good coffee on the road. Like, you know, and Starbucks will pass as good coffee. You know, I just can't have like weak whack coffee on the road. Like, you know, if you you gotta find me at the, you know, you can find me the best coffee shop in town, but in lieu of that, I'll take the Starbucks as fine, but I gotta have strong coffee on the road, man. And a tour essential, um, is also because I like my house, you know, I like being home. So I gotta, I gotta stay at good places, Mm. you know, like I, I can't, I can't stay at shitty places because then I'd rather be home
2: well said that's i've oh man that's always been a pet peeve of mine i'm like wait a minute we're going on tour and you're putting me in this whack asshole no 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 that's not (laughs) you know how many times i've gotten in fights with tour managers over this
0: (laughs) yeah because you'd rather be
2: home yeah i'm like okay all right your friends would say you are um hopefully they'd say i'm funny studio or live studio <laughs> okay <laughs> last concert or show that you attended that you had nothing to do with Ooh,
0: what what would it have been oh man it was a long time ago we went to we went to see my wife is friends with sarah Borellis, and we went to see emily king open for sarah Borellis, and it was beautiful up in san diego
2: i think nice show i bet yeah it was great instrument you wish you played um I wish
0: I was better at piano.
2: Mm. Better. Okay, as an entertainer you entertain the masses, but what entertains you, Leslie? Mm.
0: Man, courage. Somebody somebody that's daring. Um also imperfection. You know, I'm not, I'm not interested in perfection. I'm interested in huge human expression. Humanity turns me on. Like somebody up there it doesn't have to be perfect at all I, I just want it to be uh, uh, an expression of the soul
2: i love that no auto tune in your sessions baby nah, nah. <laughs> i love by the way if you haven't heard leslie's music you gotta go check him out amazing not not to mention the fact that w- we started together what cheer up charlie that was in 2014 Wow. Yikes. man it's been some time but yeah, that's what I love about your music. You have a diverse skill set. You can go pop or you can go way back to the jazz standards. And, and But then you have a nice way of blending the two, you know, schools of thought. You know what I mean?
0: I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. The yeah. albums, I all want them to be like, you know, my, my heart and soul on a record. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to leave. Uh, breadcrumbs for my kids you know of who their dad was when I'm when I'm long gone that they might be able to listen to that and know something about their pop you know
2: I'm stealing that phrase bro leaving breadcrumbs yeah, for my kids I love that yeah. that is killer yeah yeah well you're doing okay. a great job okay last two questions here we go okay. your dream collaboration mm, Janelle Janelle Monet
0: yeah
2: yes I like it well yeah. I'm I, I can see that happening for sure. And finally, what would you do if you weren't a career musician slash actor slash author slash dancer? Maybe teach. I was saying, um, and fashion fashionista man, you wear some <laughs> badass threads, man. <laughs> Maybe teach. Teach. Okay.
0: I, I had yeah, I had such man, I had such amazing teachers, such generous and um, you know they were angels in my life. So. Um, if I wasn't lucky enough to be able to make a career in this, I might want to do that for somebody else.
2: Mm. That's a beautiful thought, my man. Well, you know what? You are teaching by example. And the fact that your book, like I said, has been published, Failing Up, that is something that everybody needs to go out and read. And I just want to thank you, bro, for being our guest oh, here. Thank
0: you, man. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me. It yeah. a, it's a real honor. It's oh, amazing.
2: It's our honor.